Welcome to CEO On The Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm your host, Gail Lance, and together we'll be exploring the people side of leadership. You'll learn how to better engage and inspire those around you and yourself. So let's get started. Hello, I hope you're having a good day. Welcome to episode number three. I'm still working on my podcasting skills. So remember to let me know how I'm doing or what you need or what questions you have about the topics we're discussing, or at least the ones I'm discussing, right? It's especially appropriate that I'm asking for feedback because today we're talking about building leadership resilience or personal resilience. And asking for feedback is one of the techniques that can help you do that. So we'll get into that later. I thought resilience is especially critical to talk about now because there's just so much change happening. I bet perhaps you're in a business that has shut down or maybe is opening back up, trying to reemerge. Perhaps it's going back into lockdown again, at least as of this week. There's just so much uncertainty It's scary to think that just one case of COVID can create a huge impact in your business or now even just one sensitive remark that's made in the course of a day can disrupt your business. It's just really tough out there. So more reason to focus on resilience. Resilience has always been important for you to be successful in your leadership role. You just have to have extra doses of it now. A number of my clients admit that they've been struggling with that even before the pandemic hit. So I'm, I'm guessing you'd like to have a better sense of control and predictability about what will happen next. Uh, you probably feel like you've lost control, but the truth is that you're actually having to give up the illusion of control. You never really had it. And you're probably used to doing a lot of planning. Planning has always been a process that helps you feel like you have some sense of control over how things are playing out. But planning now is almost impossible to do because there's there are just so many variables that are shifting on a daily basis. And I know that that creates a lot of stress that people are turning to you for direction and guidance. And you probably feel a heavier weight knowing that there's just so much tension and fear and emotions that have escalated in the workplace. So you've got to get a grip on yourself. And that's why I wanted to offer five tips today or five approaches to help you build your resilience. And and they're based on my experience working with senior executives for over 20 years, as well as practices that have helped me personally during some of the most extremely difficult times in my own life. And these are practices that I continue to work on, by the way, because resilience isn't something that you master. It's something that is constantly being tested. So just when you think, I got this, bam, something new comes along and it shakes you to your core. So you get to practice resilience and new ways that you may not have even tried or considered before. Tip number one, expect the unexpected, especially in times when you've got something big at stake or something that's especially important to you. In fact, just as I was getting ready to launch this podcast, my computer was dying this slow death every day. The screen was getting darker and darker and I felt this pressure. I knew the clock was ticking. So I thought, well, I'll just run to the store to grab another laptop. But the Apple store shut down unexpectedly that day. 
So I thought, okay, I'll just order one online. And so I tried to order it online and then heard that they were backed up because of supply chain issues. So it was going to take more days to get the computer. Uh, So that's just what happens. That's just a classic example. I'm sure you have your own examples. Maybe it's that big speech that you had to give or the big meeting that you had to run. It's not unusual that you may have had flight delays or even missed your flight. Some, sometimes that happens. And that's just a classic example of something that can go wrong just before you're ready to, to do something that you really care about. It's like Murphy's Law. So ex- the, the takeaway is expect something challenging to happen just before you want to do something that's really important to you. That way you're not thrown off. At least when it occurs, you can go, oh yeah, I I knew that this would be happening or I knew that something like this would be happening. And the real key to building your resilience is not just to get good at anticipating problems. It's trusting that you'll be able to handle whatever hits you. You got this. Tip number two, shift from fear to focus. Now, fear can take a hold of you if you give it space. So the key is not to focus on it that much. And you can preempt it in a number of ways. It often takes a combination of mind work or thought work and taking actions. So noticing or adjusting your thoughts as you become aware of them. One of the ways that you can combat that is practice believable, positive self-talk. And I I emphasize the word believable because I think it's an important qualifier. We've often heard, oh, just think positive. And and we've heard about the benefits of positive self-talk. Setting a positive intention for the day can help you do that. It helps preempt negative situations, or at least it can help lessen their impact. I'd be curious to know the kinds of thoughts that you have that aren't really serving you well. I'm guessing they might be ideas like I'm worried or I'm afraid, or maybe you're thinking I'm going to fail or this is going to fail, or I'm confused or this is difficult or I'm stuck or this will never end. Those are just a few fear-based thoughts that might be rolling around in your head. So be aware of those and try to think of alternative thoughts that give you more power, more positive energy. So you might try out some things like, well, I've come through difficult challenges before and I can figure things out, or I get the support and resources and help that I need, or this is temporary. Notice that I'm not jumping from one extreme thought to another. For example, I'm not saying I can't do this at all. And then shifting to now I'm the master at this. It's just something that your brain can't process. I'm not asking you to shift from saying, this is one of the worst days ever to great. This is one of the best days ever. That's just not realistic. You have to find the best feeling thought that you can actually land on that helps you move the needle a bit. It's that believable thought, something that's more realistic. Another practice that's helpful is having just some go-to thoughts to keep in the back of your mind. It's like deciding what music you want to listen to in the background music that serves you well when you're feeling stressed. One of my go-to thoughts is stop making stuff up. It just reminds me that there are always stories in my head about any situation when it involves a person or maybe a specific problem or an experience. There's a lot going on in my brain, but I really don't know what the truth is. So I need to stop making stuff up. Sometimes when we tell stories, we actually become more fear-based and even more stressed. So what's a go-to thought that might work for you? 
Tip number three, reframing. Now, this is similar to tip number two, but this technique can be most helpful when you're aware of a thought that pops up or maybe a thought that continues to nag you. And you want to take that thought and see it entirely differently. You want to put it in a different frame, reframe, write it down, and then play with it. I've got a bunch of examples to share. Some might resonate with you, and this is a good exercise to try with your team as well. Uh, So these are based on real life thoughts that have been expressed by clients that I'm working with. They say things like, everyone is struggling. So instead of that, you might reframe that to say, we're working on our resilience, or we're on a fast learning curve, or we're learning new problem solving skills. Instead of thinking, we can't do what we need to do, you might try, we can find some new ways to serve or deliver. Another one, why is this happening to me? Instead, try, why is this happening for me? It helps you find the lesson or the power, maybe even inspiration to help you move forward and become more resilient. You reframe what the situation means. So what's that thought you know that's not serving you and how might you see it differently? When you can't change what's going on around you, you can change your perspective about it. And reframing is just a great technique to practice. Tip number four visualization. Picture yourself being successful. See yourself being able to recover when you mess up or when things don't go like you thought they would. Think about the big meetings coming up, the board meeting, maybe a staff meeting, or it could be an executive team meeting, maybe a a big client meeting. Picture yourself delivering the message that you need to in a confident way, an effective way. Think in advance how you'll be addressing any pushback or disagreements that you might get. If you can preview yourself doing well, it can help you so much. You'll be much more effective in that moment. A lot of speakers like to preview themselves delivering their talks. Ideally, they like to go into the room to see the physical space and imagine how their talk will go. Really helps to visualize themselves on stage. So that might be a great practice for you as well. Athletes use visualization all the time. They have to picture themselves winning the game or um, visualize themselves moving through plays. What's, What's another example for you? Maybe something like performance reviews. That's another great opportunity to practice visualization. And if you dread them, then you're not alone. A number of my clients are in the middle of performance reviews now, and it can be stressful. What I suggest is that they visualize these one-on-one conversations going extremely well, or they can see themselves being clear, supportive, instead of admonishing, they're being helpful, they're demonstrating compassion. Performance reviews can be one of the most stressful times, not just for employees, but for executives and managers who are having to deliver the reviews. It's especially uh, stressful depending on the person that you're reviewing and the kind of performance that they've had. So keep that in mind. Picture yourself doing well in whatever situation it is that you're dreading or that you're finding some, some stress about. Tip number five. This sounds like a no-brainer, but people don't do this enough. Surround yourself with positive people, those people that you can trust, who support you, who can provide feedback. As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, it's really important to receive feedback. It's a great strength building exercise to help you build your resilience. So this is one great way to do it. 
find people in your network or actually people who are your direct reports <laughs> and ask them for feedback. It, it's hard to find people at your level that you can confide in. And of course, leaders have to be strong and know it all, right? Wrong. You're human. But people need to be around other people who understand them, accept them, and support them. So I suggest that you actively seek out and stay in touch with people who can help you see a different perspective. These are people who can offer ideas and advice, and you can reciprocate. They can give you feedback on a specific problem or situation. You might want to consider starting or joining some type of power peer group for executives. There are other people like you out there who crave safe places to process leadership challenges and troubleshoot issues. I've been running these groups for many, many years. It's one of the most rewarding aspects of the work that I do. And if you're interested in joining one of my executive peer groups or mastermind groups, just let me know. I'll include a link in the show notes with more details. The whole point is to build your resilience by leveraging the power and support of like-minded executives in your network and just to hang out with positive people. Just by being in their presence, you can build your own resilience. So just a quick recap of the five tips. First, expect the unexpected. Two, shift from fear to focus. Three, reframe. Four, visualize. And five, surround yourself with positive people. And one last thought before I sign off for today. A number of my clients have asked me for book recommendations. They say, what kind of books can I read on resilience to help me become more resilient? And it's not a bad question. And there are lots of great books out there, but nothing replaces the need for you to take action and to get outside of your comfort zone. You can read a book on swimming and know how to do it, but until you jump in the pool and flail around a little bit, you're not going to be a good swimmer. I'm not discouraging reading books at all, but just wanted to emphasize the importance of taking some kind of action to test your boundaries, to help yourself grow. Building resilience is part of your leadership growth process. So jump in with both feet and let me know how you're doing, um, or actually more importantly, what you're learning, right? There's actually a lot more that we could cover on this topic, but it's time to get on with your day. I hope this helps you bounce back a little easier. It does take practice. The better you get at building your resilience, the better you are at helping others do the same. So stay strong, take it easy on yourself, build your resilience in your own unique way. As always, reach out if I can be of help. And remember to connect with me on LinkedIn if you haven't done that already, or to contact me at ceoonthegopodcast.com. Would love to hear comments, questions, feedback, uh, whatever you'd like to share. Have a great week. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and visit workmatters.com. And if you have a question or a suggestion for a future topic for the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. So keep growing as a leader and doing the work that matters to you. Until next time. Oh,